my father in the Lord. And my father in the Lord. Bishop Michael Conquer, the presiding bishop of the Redeemed Evangelical Mission, Trem, is a versatile man of God with decades of dedicated service to the Lord. He is a graduate of the Morris Cirillo School of Ministry and the Covington Theological Seminary in the United States of America and holds several doctorates and honorary awards. Bishop Mike, as he is popularly called, passionately preaches power in the word to a multicultural and diverse congregation with over 200 branches in Nigeria and 10 countries across the globe. He is an apostle to this generation whose life has impacted millions around the world. A father to many and a pastor of many pastors across the globe, including our very own Pastor Taiwo Odukoya. He is also a dynamic conference speaker, crusade evangelist, author, television and radio host, as well as a strong and respected voice in Nigeria and an advocate of balanced Christianity. He is the convener of the Communion of Covenant Ministers International, a gathering of pastors designed for fellowship, spiritual covering, mentoring, strengthening, and networking. Through conferences, seminars, and other interactive sessions, he is a co-host of the National Ministers Conference and a trustee and also a member of the National Advisory Council of the Pentecostal Fellowship of Nigeria. Bishop Dr. Michael Kokwa is happily married to Bishop Peter Kokwa, and they are blessed with a beautiful daughter. Welcome, Dr. Mike Okonkwo, MFR. Hallelujah. Glory to God, you may be seated. Hallelujah. Father, we bless your name tonight. We are so excited to be instruments in your hands. We have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. And the innumerable company of angels, general assembly of the church of the firstborn, written in heaven. God, the judge of all, and spirit of the just men made perfect. And Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things. Than the blood of Abel. What a joy to know we have companies standing by us. Tonight, Lord, I thank you for clarity of thoughts. I thank you for precision of expression. Thank you because your word carry power. Even as I speak, let yokes be destroyed. Let fetters be loosed. Lord, do that which only you can do in our lives. This time will not be wasted. Give us understanding. In Jesus' name. Everyone that believes the prayer, say aloud, Amen. The reality of the new creation. The reality of the new creation. Let's open 2 Corinthians 5, chapter 5 from verse 16. Can you give it to me in New Living Translation? 2 Corinthians chapter 5 from verse 16. Glory to God. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. Paul is writing to the church in Corinth. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human's point of view. How differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. A brand new species of being that has never existed before. In other words, all, all nature is past. 
and the old life is gone. A new life has begun. This means, next, next verse please. And all of this is a gift from God. You don't work for it. You don't labor for it. You don't stretch yourself for it. You no performance for it. It's what you received as a gift. Who brought us back to himself through Christ. All orchestrated by God. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. Next verse. For God was in Christ. Reconciling the world to himself. No longer counting people's sins against them. People who don't want to hear that. That God is no longer reckoning on sin because he's been dealt with. Sin has been destroyed. Sin is no longer the problem of man. It's just our problem is believing. Our problem is just believing what has been orchestrated and perfected in eternity. Once you believe, you are a recipient. Glory to God. He said, he's no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. Next. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ. When we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sin. So that we could be made right with God through Christ. Somebody say I'm right with God. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. You must understand that as a reality. That you have been made right with God. You can never be wrong. I say it again, you can never be wrong with God. You say, brother, am I with my mistakes? Yes. With your weakness? Yes. With your mess? Yes. You can never be wrong with God. Is God pleased with your mess? No. But you can never be wrong with him. That's a mystery of the new creation. If any man being Christ is a brand new species of being, it's a brand new species. You are a brand new person. You are not like the old person you used to be. A reconciliation has taken place between you and God. And it's eternal. And it's good for all seasons. Praise God. Because you know the devil will always like to flaunt your weakness and your shortcomings. Your mess before you. And when you begin to reckon on that. You will fail all the time. And yet you are a child of God. When he, when he flaunts your mistakes. Flaunts your mess. Before you. And you accept it. That's what you become. Even though you are a child of God. Hallelujah. So it's then important. That we understand the reality. Of what took place. When you invited Christ in your life. Something brand new took place. Something shifted. In the realm of the spirit. Old was gone. It's a brand new thing. Totally brand new. Let me explain it further. Go to Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 11. Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 11. We are going somewhere tonight. Ephesians 2 11. Don't forget that you, you Gentiles used to be outsiders. You Gentiles. From heaven before we were saved. God looked at mankind from two perspectives. That is the Jews and the Gentiles. The Jews were covenant people. Gentiles were outside. They don't have rights at all. So we were Gentiles. You see, don't forget that you Gentiles used to be outside, outsiders. You were called on circumcision heathens by the Jews who were proud of their circumcision. Even though it affected only their bodies. 
Next verse. And not their hearts. Next verse, please. In those days, you were living apart from Christ. No Christ. You were excluded from the citizenship among the people of Israel. And you did not know the covenant promises God had made to them. You don't know it. Next verse. You lived in this world without God and without hope. What a horrible life. A life, living, living a life in this world without God. Dangerous life. And yet there are people living like that. Next verse. So, but now, everyone say now. Say it again. Say it now, again. But now you have been united with Christ Jesus. Once you were far away from God, but now you have been brought near to him through the blood of Christ. Next verse. For Christ himself has brought peace to us. God is no longer mad at us and he will never be. I say he will never be mad at you again. Whenever you approach God, you have access. Never be afraid. He will not drop a hammer on your head. Are you hearing me? He said, let us come boldly to the throne of what? Grace. And obtain mercy and find grace for help at every time of need. When you fall into mistake, you fall into grace. You don't fall outside grace. You fall into grace. Are you hearing me? Grace and mercy sustains you. Mercy is God not giving you what you deserve. And grace is God giving you what you don't deserve. So, both of them are on God. Working on your behalf. Somebody say, I receive. Say it again. For Christ himself brought us peace to, peace to us. He united the Jews. You see that? And the Gentiles. Into one people. When? In his own blood, body on the cross, he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. Next verse. He did this by ending the system of the law with his commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new man, one new people from the two groups. Somebody say, I'm a new creation. Shout it loud. Shout it loud. Say it again. Together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross and our hostility toward each other was put to death. Next verse. He brought his good news of peace to you Gentiles who were far away from him and peace to the Jews who were near. Next verse. Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Ghost because of what Christ had done for us. Next verse. So now, you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are now citizens along with all of God's holy people. You are members of God's family. I say you are members of God's family. Stop counting yourself that I am from Akure, from uh, Olagbegi's family. I don't know if someone is answering Olagbegi here. That's not where you are from. You are from heaven. I say you are from heaven. I said you are from heaven. I said that you are from heaven. And you know what? In heaven there are no failures. In heaven there are no defeats. In heaven there is no fear. In heaven there are no disappointments. In heaven there is no lack. It's all success all the way. And that is your portion in the name of Jesus. Together we are... We are Together we are his house. Built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. And the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. Next verse. We are carefully joined together in him. 
becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Let me hear a loud amen. amen. So brother Mike, what are you saying? I am saying that the challenge you have is not you receiving answer to God's promises. That's not the challenge. Because it's not, it's not up, with, up to you for any promise of God to be fulfilled. It's not predicated on you. No. If God did not supply it, you cannot take it. Grace has already supplied it. And faith takes it. Faith cannot take whatever grace has not supplied. Are you hearing me? Until grace supplies it, you cannot take it. And I want to assure you that grace has already supplied. So why are we not getting it? That's where the problem is. We are having identity crisis. That's our problem. You are having identity crisis. And so you are agitated. There's so much agitation going on in the body of Christ. I am a Christian. And yet you are walking in the flesh. It can't work. Pastor Taiwo said it. It's a change of lifestyle. A change of habit. If any man break, he said, henceforth know we no man after the flesh. What's he saying? He said, God stopped reckoning on you after the fleshly manifestations. From the day you receive Christ into your life, God is no more seeing you in yourself. The in Christ concept has kicked in. You will never see in him, in Christ, by whom? In whom? In the Old Testament. It is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ that brought that concept. So, from the day you gave your heart to Christ, the word in Christ, it means in Christ's ability. Not your ability. If any man be in Christ, I am more than conqueror through Christ. Through Christ, I am weak in myself, but Christ is not weak. If Christ can do it, I can do it because I am in Christ. I'm leveraging in, in Christ. Not in myself. So God wants you to believe this word. It is a mind renewal. Before you got saved, there were junks that came in as a result of your birth. We were born into sin. And so the, 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 the software we had as software of negativism Software of failure, disappointment. And that's why anytime you see somebody, you look at, it's, it's easier to see false in people than the good. You know why? Because of the software. He's programmed to see only the bad one. He's programmed to see only the wrong things. He's programmed to see your failure, your weakness. He's programmed to see, he, he will see the good one. For instance, if I'm putting on the white right here, all around me, all head to toe is white, and there's a spot of oil. Every eye will go to the spot of oil. True or not true? Because man has been programmed to look at the wrong. And your thoughts are governed by things you see. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. You see, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So we program to see when you are watching television, you see negative. We're on the streets. This world is programmed to negativism. The high, the, the, the billboards, even the 
the smartphone. I was sharing with them in the church the other day. I want to say it to you because it will bless you. More especially you young people. When you want to read the Bible, when you want to read the Bible, I, I advise you, my advice, I like us coming with our smartphones, tweeting and all this. It's wonderful. But let me tell you, if you want to really read the Bible, switch off your phone, put it down. Look for hard copy. You know why? Because it happens to me. That's how I know. You are reading the Bible in the multimedia or your system. Different things will be popping up. You didn't invite it. And it will, you will say, okay, let me look at this one. You look at it, it will lead you to another one. Before you knew it, you have dropped the Bible you are reading. Because the devil doesn't want you to know who you really are. Hallelujah! If the devil can succeed in distracting you from your seeing your true image, your true image is Christ. That's your true image. That's the person we are supposed to focus on. As long as you see it, because now you are in Christ. Christ and his body cannot be separated. Anything that is not in Christ is not supposed to be in you. Anything that cannot defeat Christ cannot defeat you. Why? You are in, in Christ. That's why God will not call you by your weakness. When you read the epistles, he speaks to our strength. Is it that we don't have weakness? No. He wants you to always zero in on your strength. The other day, Jesus was on the road to Emmaus. Luke chapter 24 with the disciples. As they were going, these people were complaining. This man, we thought that was going to help us and deliver our nation. Look at how they messed him up and disgraced him. And they were so frustrated, distraught, and, and, and they were sad. And on the road to Emmaus, and Jesus came, joined with them. But the Bible says their eyes were behold, they closed, they couldn't see that it was Jesus. And Jesus kept on going with them until they finally arrived the house and then when they were seated in the house and they, they decided to eat and when he broke the bread was a, a type of breaking the world the eyes got open and they, they were wondering how come you didn't tell us you are the one the reason he didn't want to tell them he was one remember he's risen from the dead he did not want them to know him after the flesh he wanted them to know him through the word that once you see it in the word, it is settled. Has God said something recently to you? Is there a promise he has made to you? Is there a verse in the scripture you are holding on to? I declare by the authority of heaven, it shall come to pass. I say it shall come to pass. I said it shall come to pass. I said it shall come to pass. In John 20, 29, he said to Philip, oh, I heard you when you said until I touch, until I put my finger, I will not believe. He said, Peter, I'm Thomas, that, that method worked before I died. 
Are you following me? He said, that was the way I operated before I went to the cross and rose again. But this time around, you don't have to touch. You just have to believe. If I said it, believe it. All things are possible to him that what? Believe. Somebody shouted loud. Let them hear you in a gege. I am a believer. All things are possible. Jesus came to the coast of Caesarea Philippi. Matthew chapter 16 from verse 13. He said to his disciples, who do men say that I am? Some say you are John the Baptist. Some say you are Elijah. Some say you are one of the prophets. Some say you are Jeremiah. He said, okay. Some are saying, forget about what some say. You know, some people come to church based on what some say. You must have a personal encounter. It's a personal encounter. That's why it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever, whosoever, white or black, pocket, dot or yellow, whosoever believes in him, is for whosoever. It's your choice. You have to make a decision. You see, you so now forget about whom some say. That's one of the reasons why you don't get anything because you are working on some say. I have somebody on the social media say, What's wrong with you? Is that what the word says? Is that what the word says about you? They say, Who do you that have been with me say I am? And they were all shocked. And suddenly, Peter said, Thou art. The Christ, you are Yeshua Hamashiach, the anointed one, the son of the living God. And he said, flesh and blood has not what? It's a revelation. It's a revelation. You have to put new program. You have to remove all the junk. Delete. There are some things you must delete from your life. You must delete the fact that you are cursed. You are not cursed. You must delete the fact that your family has failed and you will fail. If that's not your portion. You must delete the fact that you die a poor person. You must delete the fact that you die sick. No, you cannot because you are in Christ. And what is not in Christ can never be in you. I declare you healed in the name of Jesus. From every sickness, every disease, every complication... Whatever the diagnosis is, I speak to it by the mandate of heaven. I cause it to die now. Let it die now. I command your body to be healed. Your heart to be healed. Your breast to be healed. Your kidney to be healed. Your liver to be healed. Your blood to be healed. Be healed. Glory to God flesh and blood then he says something mind blowing which is huge upon this rock I will build my church upon revelation the church that receive the true revelation of who the identity what the identity is I will build my church and that kind of church, the gates of hell 
cannot prevail against it. Gates of hell are prevailing against the church. Pastor, as if God is not no more powerful. When Jesus shouted, it is finished. It was not because he was tired. It was, it was not because he was overwhelmed by the weight of the cross. It was not because he didn't want to help any longer. It was because everything that hell could offer to hinder you from becoming a new creation was completely and totally dealt with. So the whole thing had been completely completed and perfectly perfect. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. When the Lord finds a church that begins to walk in the brutality of their new creation, the whole heaven and earth will be shaking. That's, that's the issue. You must walk in the brutality of whom God called you. It's the God who created you, who knew you before your mother. Every one of us has colorful future. Colorful future. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end. There is an end that he has prepared for you. Are you hearing me? He is the one. He said, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, to be holy and without blame before him in love. Jeremiah 29, 11, Ephesians 1, 4. Blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. That's our heritage. It's our heritage. Jeremiah, before I formed you, I knew you. When you were in your mother's womb, I ordained you as a prophet to the nation. And Jeremiah began to look at him as himself, look at his stature, look at his, uh, his weakness, look at as he, as he's a small, small boy. God says, shut your mouth, Jeremiah. You are going to fulfill everything I said about you. You will uproot, you will plant, you will prophesy. Nations will hear your voice. I don't know who I'm talking to. They've said that they will not hear your voice. Your voice will not be silenced. Your voice will not be silenced. I say your voice will not be silenced. Some of us have the idea that it is after we are born, God strikes his head. Say, okay, what am I going to do with this one? What plan do I have for him? No. If he didn't have a plan for you, you won't be born. Every one of us has a space. There is a space for you to cover. Your seat is on the table. Your fork is on the table. Your, your, your napkin is on the table. Your plate has been spread. I say you have a space. Hallelujah. It, it's not predicated on the family you came from. It's not predicated on whether you're educated or not educated. Education is good. It's not predicated by your village. It's predicated on the finished work of Jesus Christ. When you come into Christ, we start on the same level. Then you, it begins to lead you on the pathway which he has pre-ordained for you. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God has before ordained that we should walk in it. Let me tell you, you are doing a good work. I say you are doing a good work. I say you are doing a good work. He said, but brother Mike, you know that times have done some things and it didn't work. What did you do? You cast it aside and started again. Is that not true? You are still in the hands of the potter. 
Jeremiah, he think the potter came, did, did the pot, and the pot was mad. What did he do? He broke it. I am the one who made the clay. I'm the one who is molding the pot. He broke it. It was mad in his hands. Not in another person's hand. In the hands of the potter. At times, our mess, our grass comes out. Even in the hands of our potter. He said, brother, man, what is grass? Grass is your mess. Every one of us has issue. Tell your neighbor you have issue. Can I hear loud amen? Everyone on the face of this earth has what? God is dealing with it. He gave some apostles, some pastors, some evangelists, from teachers, some prophets for the perfecting of the church, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying to watch this for the perfecting it is a for perfected church did you read that Ephesians 4 11 for perfecting is an ongoing work we are being perfected as we gather in the church I tell people the church is like a laundry any laundry that stops having dirty clothes will close down. So stop looking at the dirty. If I have the dirty, the blood will wash it. And I'll keep going. And I'll keep going. So God says, I'm not going to look at you after the flesh because I'm faithful to what my son did in order for you to become a new creation. I am faithful to it and I'm committed to it and I know that it will turn out as he has ordained. So I declare to you, I will see you at the top. I say, I will see you at the top. I say, I will see you at the top. You will never die at the bottom of the ladder. I say you will not die at the bottom of the ladder. I release increase in your life. I release enlargement in your life. Creativity in your life. Concepts in your life. I release ideas in your life. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. So I have to delete delete all the wrong programming. Anything negative is not for you. Every good, when I wake up every morning, I know it's a good day. It doesn't matter how I slept. This is the day the Lord the devil didn't make today. The privilege of being alive today knows is an indication that my goodness and my benefits are available. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. It's the day he has made. And every good and every perfect gift 
coming down from above, from the Father of Lights, with whom there is no variableness, no shadow of turning. It's always good. Only good is being dispensed to you. Only good. When it is bad, it's not from God. Don't accept it. Don't tolerate it. Say no to it. Only it, for his children, he dispenses only good. His love is favorably disposed to dispense only good. So all you expect, new creation does not expect anything bad. It is good. Hallelujah. You get into the hospital and the doctor makes the diagnosis and tells you that this is bad. This case is bad. I don't think that you'll come out of it. Shut your mouth if you don't know what to say. Shut your mouth. To start with, by his stripes, you were here. Are you hearing me? A man was diagnosed aggressive cancer. Aggressive. He's a preacher. And he said that he went in there the first thing the doctor said, oh no, no, no. You must enter the theater now because aggressive one. And uh, he's dangerous. You, are... you know what he said? He said that he, he said the first thing that came out of his mouth. I am healed. I am what? I'm not going to be healed. I am healed. Because by his stripes we were. His past tense. The second thing that came out is all is well. Cut a long story short, he came out of that aggressive cancer. He's still preaching all over the world. Can I hear a loud amen? Yeah. A believing amen. Yeah. You must walk in the brutality. In September, I, I was sick. Really sick unto death. Six days, everything in my system shut down. Six days, everything. I've never had that in my life since I, I began to preach for over 40 something years. The whole body shut down. My lungs were not functioning. Doctors said that, listen, we must fly you by with air ambulance back to UK. And we arranged the hospital where you'll be admitted. And I, and I looked at him. I said, doctor, you know what? I've heard what you said. But you know what? I'm going to leave this hospital with my two legs. I won't go to UK with air ambulance. I will go when I finish from here. I will go with a commercial flight. He said, you can't survive it. I said, doctor, I'm not disputing what you say you saw. Eh? The fact is not the truth. <laughs> went to mommy and said mommy your husband don't seem to understand and I said doctor consultant in fact he came from UK I said you know I will I will be stabilized and I will go with my two legs fly into commercial flight I'll go to UK as usual and do my check I couldn't understand it I knew what I was talking. I knew the word of God works. This word is infallible. It's errorless, impregnable. It's authoritative. Hallelujah. You are carrying dangerous ammunition in your hands. And you, and you don't know about it. 
Brother Mike, what do I do? Every morning, I open, I start with bombard, speaking the scriptures. I shall not die but live to declare the works of God. I am more than conqueror. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Who shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies, came up to eat of my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Even though a host will encompass around me, my heart will not fear. Though war will rise up against me, in this one thing will I be confident. And that will I seek after. That I may behold the beauty of Lord in the temple. In the time I will hide me in his pavilion. In the slippery of the tabernacle will he hide me. My head will be lifted up above my enemies. I am a new creation. I am more than conqueror. Somebody shout hallelujah. My words are spirits and they are life. It's quick and powerful. Sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and of the bones and marrow. is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Ephesians 4.12 Not only will I quote scriptures I will tell my PA was with me look at him thank God he came with his Bible Bible in the, on, the, on the smartphone and his iPad so what do we do? I tell him put the book of Ephesians for me it will start from verse 1 and I will be hearing scriptures the book of Ephesians, finding myself in him, finding myself in him, in him, in him. I read Ephesians, I read, I read Corinthians, I read Galatians, I go to Hebrews. I begin to see what grace has done for me. I read the book of John and I see the love of God that is irrevocable, irreversible, ironclad, blood-bought. And so I see it unconditional. I see God's love for love never fails. Every day I was reviving. The doctor will come. He said, I don't know what you are doing, but it is working. Somebody shout hallelujah. Tell your neighbor the word of God works. Within the week I was discharged. I returned home. Rested for a week. And flew commercial flight. To UK. Since then. I've been to UK, London about three times. I've been to US and I came back still bouncing. The devil is a liar. What God has said about you will be fulfilled. He will not cut short your dreams. I say he will not cut short your dreams. Find yourself in the book. Do you know how Jesus operated? Ever before he stepped out, he found out. The father first affirmed him. Ever before he started working miracles at the baptism, the Bible says in Matthew 3, 17, 
Put it on the screen for me. I want to show you something. Matthew 3.17. Matthew. The book of Matthew 3 verse 17 please. And lo a voice from heaven saying what? This is my beloved. In whom? Now you, it, it looks like an oxymoron. You get, you, you are pleased with people when they have done something. That's the natural way. But the father said, even without you doing anything, you are pleasing to me. Do you know that that's your position? You have been accepted in the beloved. You have been accepted. Others may have disregarded you, but God said, I've accepted you. Jesus heard it that the father, that he was not just a son, but a love son. That it, he holds a special place in the heart of God. The believer doesn't know that you have a, a special place. The new creation ought to know. It's a revelation. You have a special place in the heart of God. But it's not only that. Because when you accept what he said about you, there is an honor and glory that goes with it. 2 Peter 1 17. 2 Peter 1 17. Look at it. 2 Peter 1 17. And lo, if 2 Peter 1 17. Thank you, Lord. I like to get people to see scriptures. For he received from God the Father honor and glory. When did he receive it? When there came such a voice to him from excellent glory. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Not when he did a miracle. Not when he cast out devil, he raised the dead, healed the sick. No. Before he started. Because God starts our journey from the finishing line. I say it again. Our journey of faith begins from finishing line. We don't start from problem to finishing line. No. It is from finishing line. Then we solve the problem. What I'm saying to you is critical. And you better listen. Because God's people are destroyed not because the devil is powerful. It's lack of knowledge. There are things you are praying about you shouldn't pray. When I hear a believer pray, I know where he's located. Yeah. Father, I beg you. When are you going to answer me? You have answered, answered the coral. It's now my turn now. I have been around watching all that, listening to other people's testimony. When he and the father said, the, the, all I have is yours. And father is saying, what, what is he saying? Didn't I say that all I have is yours? And you are begging him. It's like your son. Or to look, come into the house and I say, daddy, give me Coca-Cola. Coca she will go to the fridge. She knows where Coca-Cola is. Those who are begging have not really understood the reality of the new creation. Children don't, I mean, those who are new creation don't beg. They take. I say they take. They take what belongs to them. 
He received from excellent glory. Leave it there. Honor and glory. When there was such a voice to him from heaven saying, you are my beloved son in whom I wealthly. Verse 18. Verse 18, please. Glory to God. Second Peter 1 Peter 1.18. Thank you, Father. And we heard this voice. We were there. Which came from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain. Next. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed which you do well to take. He said, the Bible said, the, the, the King James said, now we have a more sure word of prophecy. You have now the word in the, in the book. He says that you will do well uh, to take heed, accept it as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Praise the Lord. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation. But of prophecy never came by the will of man. But holy men of God, God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. So when you want to, when you wake up in the morning to read your Bible, find yourself in the Bible. So what did Jesus do? How was he so powerful? What made him outstanding? What made him work miracles? What, what, what was it that no, no power was able to withstand him? How was it that he was able to surmount every challenge? I'll show you. Isaiah chapter 61. Isaiah 61 from verse 1. Hundreds of years before Jesus was born, ancient prophet of God Isaiah began to speak prophetically concerning him. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and to opening of the prison to those who are bound and proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. Next. To console those who mourn in Zion to give them beauty for ashes, oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise to, for, for the spirit of heaviness that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. That was a prophetic word about Jesus before he was born. Now, when he grew up and started, was about to start out in ministry, and the father affirmed him and received honor and glory, he went into the synagogue as his custom was. Luke chapter 4, verse 16, as his custom was. Guess what he did? Which we should be doing. Luke 4, 16. Quickly. So he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. He went into the synagogue, he stood up to read the scriptures. Now, and he was handed the book of prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found, he had to find it. He found the place where it was written. He didn't just look for anything. He found. It was strategic. He found the place. Where it was written. What was it that was written? 
the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind and to set at liberty those who are bruised, oppressed. Next verse. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. That's God, a year of God's favor. That's where we are now. Year of grace, God's favor. Next. Next. Then he, then he what? He didn't read every other thing. Because that's not relevant for that time. He closed the book. Watch this. And gave it back to the attendants. And sat down. So he wanted to know whether they understood what has taken place. He has sent me to heal broken hearted, deliverance to the captain, recovery of sight to the blind. There were blind people there. There were those who, have, who are bound in different ways in that place. Do you really understand about me? He sat down to find out what do you believe? What do you believe? He sat down and the scripture says and the, all the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. If you want to be a global phenomenon, find yourself in the scripture. Find your uniqueness. Find who you are in him. That is what is called new creation. He sat down. Put it there. And he began to say to them, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Next. Next, so all bore witness to him and marveled at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, Is this not ah, is it not Tolu of yesterday? Look at her, look at this girl. Though. No, she has found herself in the book. I declare you a sign and a wonder. I declare you a sign and a wonder. You are not ordinary. The fact that you enter the same bus with people, drive the same car, wear the same kaftan, doesn't mean you are like them. There is something about you that heaven's heaven heaven is is backing you up. Something about you that rocks the whole of the hell of hell. That's why the devil doesn't want you to understand who you are. You are creative. Your mind is sharp. You are mentally alert. You are strong spiritually. You have vitality. The blessing of dominion is over your life. Increase is over your life. Enlargement is over your life. Opportunities is over your life. Let me hear louder. Amen. See now. This is lifetime. I'm sure that Pastor Taiwo will begin to break it down after we are gone. Find yourself. You are beautiful. You see, you are his masterpiece. Ephesians 2 10. You are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. If Jesus is beautiful, I am beautiful. Unto good works. What I do will succeed. It can never fail. 
which God has before ordained that you walk carry. Now, thanks be unto God who causes us to triumph always. How? In Christ. Your healing is in Christ. Your blessing is in Christ. Deliverance is in Christ. Your salvation is in Christ. Your finances is in Christ. Your promotion is in Christ. Your husband is in Christ. Your wife is in Christ. Your children is in Christ. If any man be in Christ. Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. He has been made a curse for me. For it is written, curse is any man that hangeth on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon us. That we might receive the promise of the spirit by faith. So I wake up in the morning, declare, I'm blessed going out. Blessed coming in. Blessed in my basket and storehouse. Blessed in the city and the field. The blessing of God comes on me and overtakes me. He opens to me his good treasure. Heaven to give me rainy season. He has made me plenteous in good. Those who see me will know I'm named by the name of the Lord. And they shall be afraid of me. I am a lender, not a borrower. I'm above only, not beneath. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? The enemy that comes against me one way will flee before me seven ways. He comes one way and satisfies seven ways. I cannot fail. I cannot fall. I cannot lose. I am not a sinner. I succeed in all I do. Somebody said, I believe it. Listen. Brother Mike, why do you believe it? Because the book of Hebrews 12-25 it says see that you refuse not he who spoke from heaven I didn't call myself that it is he who spoke from heaven see that you do not refuse him who speaks for if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth much more shall not we not escape if we, if we refuse him that spoke from heaven A King James says you, you don't receive him who spoke it is he who spoke, who said I'm his son. Don't you know that he knows about me in and out? But he said I'm his son. Didn't he see my frailties? He saw it. But he said I'm his son. It's either I believe him or believe the flesh. He said, but I won't reckon you after flesh. The flesh there is senses. What your eyes see, what your hand tastes, and your hand touch, your taste here, or, or, or smell. No. We are talking about spirit because the just shall live by what? Faith. So, what do I do? As I begin to call myself the God who called the things that be not as though they were. As it is written, I've made you a father of many nations before him who may believe. Even God, who called who quickened the dead. It is by you declaring it that the dead comes alive and calls the things that be not as though they were. He said, who against hope believed in hope? That he will become the father of nations. Not according to what he's seen in the flesh. But according to that which was spoken. I'll keep on speaking it. I'll keep on speaking it. I refuse. Let your mouth and your head, your spirit connect. 
heart and mouth connection keep on speaking it even though you don't look at it the bible say in second corinthians 3 18 we all with open face beholding his glory as in a mirror have been changed into the same image from glory to glory by the spirit not by you is the holy spirit who is the spirit of truth that will take the truth of the word of god that you are talking about yourself and make you become that you are not a human doing you are a human being brother my how does that relate don't try to do until you become You can't do like God until you accept that you are like God. It is first a being before doing. You first accept that you are holy before you can live holy. You can't live holy when you don't accept you have been made holy. You are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. I'm not praying to be holy. I'm holy. I say I'm holy. I say I'm holy. You say, you say, some of you are intimidated. If you are not holy, why should Christ stay inside you? You're a chosen generation. The devil has lied to the church world with religion. And so we have been defeated severally. But I see a new generation rising up. You will shock your world. I say you will shock your world. If anyone tells you that Nigeria is finished, tell him he's lying. He said, if he tells you who says so, tell him Bishop Mike says so. We are not finished. You know why? You are here. <laughs> Come on, say I am here. Say it again, I am here. Creation is waiting for you. Are you hearing me? The world is waiting for your song. They're waiting for your brainchild. You are creative. You, they, they will show, did, did you hear about the Nigerian who was who, who, who discovered the, the app for discovering fake medications? Yeah, there's a Nigerian who received 100,000 uh, euro in Europe for the, making an app that will easily locate fake medication. And they're celebrating him all over the world. Nigerians are brilliant. That's why the devil is fighting us. But he will not succeed. Because you are a child of destiny. I say you are a child of destiny. It doesn't matter whether in your family they never succeeded. It minus you. You are the one that will break that jinx. I say you will break that jinx. Christ in you. The confident expectation of glory have that confident expectation that you are turning out with glory you are good I say you are good he that has begun a good work we complete it as you have therefore received Christ Jesus of the Lord walk ye in him Colossians 1 2.10 rooted and built up in him Establish therein with thanksgiving. It says, Beware lest any man spoil you with philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of this world, and not after Christ. For in him dwelleth the fullness of Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him. 
So when you are moving around, you are God's headquarters. For in him we live, we move and have our being. Can I hear loud? Amen. That's a new creation. God wants you to walk in that brutality. Understanding it. It is not a theory. It must be understood as your real you. Christ is our true image. Not your brother. Not your sister. When you seek what Christ did, you can do it. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Let's stand to our feet. Come on. Lift up your hands and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. 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 seasons in your hand. Oh, you call for light out of Yes. You don't need a man to be the God you are. But you have chosen to come You've got times. You've got time and seasons and seasons in your hand. You call for light. You call for light out of darkness. You don't need a man. You don't need a man to be the God you are. But you have chosen. But you have to call me your own. You've got time, Lord, we say. You've got time and seasons in your head. You've for life. You've for life. Out of darkness. You need a man. You don't need a man to be the God. Call for light. The darkness was there, but there was also light. The night.
natural eyes saw only darkness. But the spiritual eyes saw light. The devil will want you to only be hung up with your natural. The just shall live by faith. Today, whatever has been tormenting, harassing, and molesting your life that followed you to this service, I command it ends today. It ends today. It ends today. Your seat of honor, your seat of glory that someone wants to truncate. I declare over your life they will be disappointed. They will be disappointed. They will be disappointed. Your story will never end in shame. Say, looking unto Jesus, the author, he started this faith journey. Why do you think you will stop halfway? Your salvation was not your idea. He, he, he found you. And the God, that, the God that I serve, that I know, the God of the Bible, he doesn't waste anything. When he does something, it's with a purpose. He started the journey. What do you think that anything the devil brings can make you stop halfway? This journey of faith he has started in you. I declare it shall be completed. I say it shall be completed. When desire comes, it's a tree of life. He cannot put a desire for you to build a house and you started building and it stops halfway. Who told you that that building will not be completed? I come tonight to declare acceleration in your life. No more delay in your life. No more delay in your life. No more delay in your life. There are some people who are destined to help us, and there are some who are destined to abort us. Who will never want you to become what God ordained? Today, I stand by apostolic anointing to declare. Their maneuvers come to an end today. It comes to an end today. Every wicked altar is silence. Is silence. Is silence. They say you will not dedicate your baby. Before the end of this year, you will spring a surprise. Your dreams will be fulfilled. You will drive your car. You will marry your husband. You will have your babies. Your business will not die. Your business will not die. I release creativity. You are the next in line to be announced. We will hear your story in social media. They will look for you all over the world. 
I launch you into the global platform. Enter into your wealthy place. 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 From this moment forward, the blood that speaks better things than the blood of Abel, this blood will continue to speak on your behalf. Favor will announce you. Favor will announce you. Favor will announce you. You will not die prematurely. Ritual killers will not see you. Armed robbers will not see you. Kidnappers will not see you. Plane crash will not see you. Accident will not see you. No charm will come near you. We looked up to him and our faces were enlightened. He gave us revelation and we were not ashamed. You can't serve God and see shame. Fountaineers, you can't serve God and see shame. Whatever he that to has caused you shame to bite your finger, it ends today. It ends today. Glory is your portion. Glory is your portion. Father, we give you the praise. And Father, I pray for your servants. I, I lay my hands on them. Lord, new levels. New levels. New dimension. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the midst of the challenges that we have in this world. Father, chart a new course for him. Grant him unusual utterance. In the name that's above every name, unusual insight. I command vision helpers. I command speed and accuracy. In the name of Jesus. Fountain will not spoil in your hands. Fountain will not be destroyed in your hands. It will go from glory to glory. Your health will not fail you. Your children will not be vagabonds. In the name of Jesus. I command the blessing of heaven. The blessing of the earth. And blessing of the deep. Over your lives. In Jesus name. Everyone shout aloud amen. Go ahead shout a believing amen. Are you blessed tonight? Put those hands together. You're the God of awesome wonders. I've tested of your power. You have shown me so much mercy. Much more than I deserve. Let's celebrate this gift of God. Let's celebrate this gift of God. Ladies and gentlemen, according to what he has taught tonight, he reminded me again, that's the only issue. He will remind you, God will remind you, I will send people to remind you. And, uh, today, this word is fulfilled in my life. It's up to you. Every word he has spoken today, somebody say today. I can hear you. 
Say it again. Say today. Say today. Today. This word is fulfilled in your hearing. In the name of Jesus. Sir, every testimony that will come will be to the honor of God. And they will be here. They will, they will be to proving your ministry. The word of God in your mouth will never fall to the ground. We celebrate you, sir. We celebrate you, man. We celebrate the gift of God. 